Hello, and welcome to Enjoy the Show, uh, a podcast that is going to attempt to uh, explain and discuss and mull over why movies are good. Attempt. That's, I think, the, the key word here. Yeah, sometimes movies aren't good. It happens. Not, hopefully not too much. It does happen a lot. But we try to Would you say more often than not? I think so. Yeah, because there's a lot of movies. There's a lot of opportunity <laughs> for bad movies to be made. It's like, you just have so many. Although, movies cost so much to make, for the most part, that... People are gonna try and make them good if they can. Yeah. Unless well, they're specifically in the business of like B or C movies. Yeah, but even then you try to make a good B movie, you know, and then you can make some good money. Hey, I'm right there, and I'm John Reisinger, uh, and I'm joined by. I'm Ashley. And I'm Adam Ellis. Hey, um, so we're gonna talk video game movies today. That's a genre. That's actually a sword it's like topic. an entire genre. I'm just kidding. Yeah, it's it, been it, around it for a while. A sword topic a little bit yeah. for a lot of people. I mean, yeah. Why is it a sore topic, Adam? Because in general, video game movies are not good. <gasps> well, and there's that's, a, that's very true. There's um, a big stigma against them as well. Well, it's because of people, I mean, it's because of the bad movies, right? It's because like you have so many like high expectations for, for the games that are made into movies, and you end up with things like Doom. Or yeah. Whatever. I mean. What you, what, like, what's the worst example? Of a worst game example movie? of a video it, game movie that it, I've seen. Yeah, is it Super Mario Brothers? Because I've, I've, I actually don't think Super <laughs> Mario Brothers is the worst like out there. <laughs> oddly enough, <laughs> that was the first one, right? The first yeah. Movie. Was it really? The it was very the very first video game movie. Yeah. And they, they really just I mean, messed with it a lot. Well, that I, that's what I liked about it. It was the, it, that that Mario doesn't really have much of a story, especially the, the game that was based off. So like the way they went with it was nuts and stupid and didn't make any sense, but it was also like kind of creative. With uh, Bob Hoskins and John Leguizamo. Yeah. Oh man, John Leguizamo, I forgot John. Man. I forgot about John Leguizamo. Do you remember how they shoehorned in the jumping theme of Mario into the movie? No, I don't. Where they had these like mechanical bouncing shoes that allowed them to like almost like jetpack up distances. Like that's what they did. Like Mario jumps a lot. Let's let's do it with these weird mechanical shoes that he can't control very well. Jet shoes. What was your? Is that your personal? What was your personal favorite? My favorite video game movie. Um, I don't know. I like. I don't want to go back and rewatch it because I know it's bad. But I remember loving Mortal Kombat. Yeah, Mortal okay. Kombat for me too. It's <laughs> Mortal, Mortal Kombat. Oh, it's horrible. It's soft, a horrible movie. But that's not the point. I thought that one of the things that I loved about Mortal Kombat is I felt like it owned its weirdness and it just that it was kind of a stupid movie that was in the end all about like cheesy fights and cheesy characters and it went for it and I liked that yeah I feel like there are a lot of video game movie adaptations that are like embarrassed to come from video games and I felt like that one was just having fun with it at least it brought us a song that could like define an era of our generation. I mean, let, let, let's just not talk about the sequels. Um, Annihilation, Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Wow, that was pretty bad. That was something yeah. for sure. Just go Google the final CGI action scene at the end of Annihilation. That came out in '97. Though. Give them, give them some credit. Yeah, well, they they shouldn't have done it. Is what they should, <laughs> they like they should have been like, we don't have the technology to do this. Wow. We'll wait till James Cameron makes Avatar. That's how I, I mean. This. That's how I feel about like World of Warcraft. Like they they didn't really nail a lot of the the CG elements of that. I think the orcs look good on their own, but orcs juxt, looked juxtaposed amazing. against like 
the rest of things. Like, they still don't do all that well. See, actually, the problem that I had with it was that uh, you the orcs did look very, very good. Uh, and there were a lot of things that looked really cool. I thought the, like, they did great with all the CG characters. Like, the dwarves looked really cool. The, the elves looked pretty cool whenever you, like, for the, you know, two seconds they that were you saw them. two seconds. Um, yeah. And so, Bandwidth. and then, and then they'd pan over to the humans, and it's like, oh, I'm watching the low-budget Shannara TV series. Very cosplay-looking costumes. Yeah, a I, lot I, of it looked, um, and some of it I got, I was like, oh, oh, that armor. I know, I recognize that mm -hmm. armor. So they were like, well, we have to put the armor in. But the dude in the armor looked so unimpressive. Okay, compared I'm glad, to I'm how glad I feel that way. Like, I felt like the casting of that movie. I would have almost liked to see just like a full CG movie, including CG people. That, I get why that's difficult because then you end up with the Uncanny Valley issue. Well, that, but I, I, they just looked so much less cool compared to everything else. I think that movie could have greatly benefited from being entirely animated, um, like least, the cinematics that are in the game. Visually, that right. that to that level, that would be amazing. But I don't know. And expense, right? I don't know that time-wise, that's possible. I mean, um, a lot of that movie looked like a cutscene. Right. And right until a human waltz did. Yeah. And so, like, it was it was there. It would, looked really, really good. I feel like just the the attempt at blending too much real human into it. Like, hum I mean, humans are the least interesting part of any fantasy thing ever anyway. I mean, I stand by that, even Lord of the Rings. Aragorn is, like, an exception. Excuse for me. The, for the most part, I was like, eh, humans, let's go see what everyone else is doing. No. Humans. Lord of the Rings is a good example of, like, a World of Warcraft movie, though, where... They didn't have the CG dwarfs. They used like uh, camp, like force perspective yeah. shots and things like that. They cast a six foot two John Rhys Davies, and we're like, we're gonna make them tiny. Right. <laughs> they did good. I mean, and they 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 had orcs in that movie and and Uruk-hai, and they all mm -hmm. looked amazing, and they're all practical. And I except for like when you start going to the Hobbit, and the Hobbit, most of them look bad. Well, yeah. And that's all because CGI, but uh, CGI. But um, I don't know, man. I don't know how I feel about World War. Warcraft. I thought had half a good movie in it. And I thought half the good movie was the whole story with Duratan and his wife and the birth of okay. Thrall. Okay. And even even the stuff with the the bad green orc, Gul'dan. Yeah. Like that whole thing, like that was interesting and, and that was uh, like for some reason, like talking about the humans being the worst part of the Warcraft movie, Duratan and his wife's interactions and the acting was better acting than the humans with Medivh and Khadgar and Lothar and all them. Yeah. Um, like, it was just really cheesy writing. I don't even remember what that green uh, halfling orc's name was. She was the worst The worst part of the she movie. She was Goldana. Goldana. Gold, uh, Goldana was the guy. Not Goldana. Uh, she was <laughs> wasn't the female version of the bad guy. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm like, I don't know. You're like, King has a crown. Guy with Scar. Shitty stash sorcerer. Um, probably what, bad what guy was, sorcerer. What was with the human casting um, in that movie? I feel like they got like such weird actors. All the, the human roles. casting was horrible. Uh, Who was the main guy that, that did all the killing at the end? And then the one that just like... Lothar. Then he spent a lot of time just like looking sternly. That yeah. was half his on-screen time was... Yeah, but at least he he sort of almost fit the part of looking kind of badass. Everyone else like looked not good. Like the guy who like, played Rin uh, looked terrible. King Has a Crown looked so basic. By the way, I have a very difficult time remembering any of their names. It was very they're all very crazy names, and I'm not a World of Warcraft yeah. player. So, so I like I came at this movie as basically a, a fantasy movie. Uh, you know, I played Warcraft three and and Frozen Throne and that stuff. So I'm like, uh, you know, I okay, I recognize a little bit of this world and some of the races and all that. But having not played the game world of Warcraft, a lot of it felt, 
I can't very, imagine how you could very follow opaque. it. Yeah, I can't. Um, uh, which is why they all have their own names. I, I feel like I'm halfway to where you are. I think you're like a really big Warcraft lore guy, and I'm not. But even being like, I've played a lot of World of Warcraft, so seeing like some of these story bits thrown into the movie and like sort of getting the references and understanding the story they're trying to tell helped. Um, but I think that like the story as a whole was such a truncated, small little thing. Like it didn't. There's no time for good character development. Mm-hmm. It. I think the beginning of that movie bounced around to like eight different locations in like mm-hmm. a span of five minutes. They showed was, Iron Forge for the span which of was five seconds. Horrible, especially because like it, if you play those games, and this is this is not coming from the perspective of a movie watcher, but as a like the person who played WoW, it's like going to Iron Forge for the first time was a huge experience. Like yeah. Iron Forge is like this huge, amazing gate that you go to after you you go through the tutorial area, and then it's like this huge, awesome like dwarf area. It's, and then the movie wasn't. They made the movie too much like World of Warcraft, and they should have just made the movie much more just like Warcraft One, focused on one to two storylines, and not not try to introduce twelve characters, not try to do Suicide Squad, do Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah. do Kingsman. Well, I mean, you say that, but Guardians of the Galaxy was like the successful version of Suicide Squad, where they managed to introduce a lot of characters that Guardians people of the Galaxy, though, and make you care. Guardians of the Galaxy, though, is the story of... The, I mean, there's a bunch of characters. You're going to have a bunch of characters in a, in a, in a movie, but the, you got to focus on who you want to develop and tell the story, and they were trying to focus and develop, like, we want to focus on showing this whole Medivh thing and him being corrupted by the Fell and that kind of thing. And then we want to introduce Cadgar and him kind of being maybe the next Guardian, and then we're going to have Lothar and his son and the mystery of his wife and that kind of thing. And then we're also going to have Duratan and, and his wife and their new... And then we're also going to have... Gold, like. Instead of like movies like Guardians or Kingsman or even uh, uh, Iron Man, it's like, hey, this is the Star Lord movie. There's gonna be other characters, Gamora and and Rocket and Groot, but this is we're gonna start off with Star Lord as a kid. We're gonna show him as he grows up. We're gonna follow Star Lord the whole way through. He's gonna make friends and and we're gonna make interesting friends and we're gonna int- we're gonna you know tell you like Drax's background a little bit, and we're gonna write these like well-rounded characters, but. It's first and foremost the Star-Lord movie. It's first and foremost the Iron Man movie, that kind of thing. Just tell that story. Stop trying to like do the Batman v Superman game of let's set up a whole franchise with one goddamn film. Like Marvel did it. No, Marvel did it over the course of like 7 years with like 20 movies. You know, of course I'm being hyperbolic with that, but stop trying to make, you know, the the Warcraft lore, which is, you know, 15 giant tomes of books into one movie so that you can like make this huge franchise launch off point Just focus on them coming through the portal and maybe one group of the orcs and maybe if you want one group of the humans and write good stories of that Yeah, I would so as someone who's not super familiar with the Warcraft lore When does this movie take place as compared to World of Warcraft? This movie is like four or five games and expansions of the video game series brought into one because even the first Warcraft movie is the story of the orcs coming through the dark portal and and invading the world, but the whole thing of Gul'dan and the Fell and the whole thing of Medivh and and his corruption like that's like World of Warcraft added that in with expansions later on to fill in the blanks and stuff oh. like that's not even like Warcraft three that's like going into World of Warcraft expansions. Okay. So they 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 bit off like Duncan Jones who directed it. Um, he he just tried to do too Director much. Director of Moon. Yeah, 
Like Moon, like how you go from Moon to <laughs> such a good movie. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, there's I can see a lot of pressure with something like this to do a sweeping epic. It's it's a huge fantasy franchise. There are all these races to work with, and you don't want to you don't want to leave them out. Although you know, then the the dwarves and the elves and everything got left out pretty much. Uh, but you you want to explore as much as you can and tell us like all these cool stories. The difference being that this isn't Lord of the Rings, and Lord of the Rings gave it. Three movies. And, and Lord of the Rings, also the first movie, was let's just follow this one, one group of guy. guys. And then, and then like expand out from there. So, yeah, um, yeah I, can, I can agree with the criticism. When I try and look at like what was the overall plot of the movie, it was, um, let's see, orcs come through gate. Yep. War starts. Yeah. That's like the the total like overarching plot. Then you know you have the all like a billion subplots that all sort of are fitting down within that. Like you know, uh, King has a crown and everything that he's doing, and and medieval all getting corrupted, and this guy who's probably going to be the next guardian is sort of coming into power. And so there are a lot of these little elements, but the overarching thing is war starts, and there's not a whole lot of conclusion there's to whole, it. There's not even a whole lot of war in it. No, no although I did like the fights. Like the first time the orcs in the like attack in the yeah, forest. Yeah, when the orcs and fight and everything, like, they look awesome. Yeah, I, people. I thought that like the story was going to focus on the Gul'dan thing because that seemed like the bigger evil yeah. in the movie. And then it was just like, no, we're going to kill the we're going to kill the king ourselves, and uh, that's the end of the movie. That makes and so much a, sense. From a, a <laughs> overall like movie standpoint, the lack of any sort of closure with the villain was. Difficult. I mean, we got, I guess, a little bit with with Medivh, but it felt like the real villain was Gul'dan, and it, like his people didn't turn against him. Nothing. It was just like, oh, he Until killed. He, he killed everybody. Well, they, they well even so, him. even they then like, they didn't. They, they just, didn't just kill went kill a guy. Like, yeah. It's like, yeah, hey, okay, we'll let him go, and then he's gonna go away, and now we're gonna continue on with this fucking story, apparently. But yeah, yeah. So this, so, so like, so what, like. Warcraft's just one of like a bunch of different video game movies that have been out there that have, that have been bad. Warcraft is one that I don't really attempted to be big budget. And I don't think it's. I don't want to call it bad. I think it yeah. was an okay film. Yeah. I, I would say Warcraft that, was an okay film. I think there film. are there's a lot of missed potential there, but I don't think it's a bad movie. Was Assassin's Creed bad? In my opinion, I why was did a, not like that at all. Why would did, you didn't see Assassin's Creed? I didn't. I actually. Why was, didn't you see it? I saw her tweet. <laughs> Oh, I went, like, I went I and thought, I was like, so mad. Bernie forced me to go see the Assassin's no, no, Creed no. movie, and I've never been so me. mad. He didn't force me. We agreed to go, like, we agreed to go see it. Um, he went with me, and I, um, like, he, he agreed to go to the movie with me. I think I wanted to talk about it on the patch or something. Uh, and so I was like, let's go see this movie opening night. And I was, I, I've never regretted a decision more. Well, that's not true. There are probably was, decisions, but what, not a lot of what, them. What made, that, what made it so bad? Okay, so the charm of Assassin's Creed is the different time periods and the history and getting to, like, run around and assassinate dudes in the past, right? You spend, like, maybe 15 minutes of the movie in the past, and they're all the high points. He the rest. In the past three times. Yeah, Are you he, serious? He only goes back in the past a couple times. The rest all takes place present day. There's a ton and of present day. Is in like this this Templar bunker where <laughs> they're using the I don't even know the what the hell they decided to do with the Animus, but now it's like a giant robo arm that'll like chuck you around so your body oh, feels like it's experiencing trailer. all the things. I get that they needed to make the Animus feel more active no. than just like lay down and put the electrodes no. in, although. You know, I mean, you've seen Avatar. That worked Avatar for Avatar. Worked, exactly. Right. Avatar worked just fine. Right. Um, but they were clearly trying to make it more um, 
what? visual. I feel like they took impressive. way too much time to explain why the animus works and not like what the fuck. Man. Yeah, they spent a lot of time um, getting like lost in the weeds, and it all felt like very self-important and super serious. Also, I get the feeling that they went to every equipment rental place in Los Angeles or wherever they filmed and said, give me every smoke machine you have. And then they turned them all to max because that entire movie is smoke. 1400 Spain was just on fire all the time. I it don't was know if you remember that on fire. from the history books. So, but I remember they're just like, yes, the city was, the, 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 the country was in just a constant state of immolation. And so it's but just. Not like, even that, like pre present day Templar area. They like, didn't have good ventilation. In in, in, you're in the smoke. What's the name of the company that does the, the animus? Abstergo. Abstergo. They didn't so, have good ventilation. It, it just, yeah, and I, it's like they did that to add atmosphere and also probably to make it so that you can't see that they didn't spend money on effects or sets or whatever because Or they, the fact that they made Michael Fassbender Spanish. They, they blew their oh, entire <laughs> budget on, on just Oh, he plays Michael him. Fassbender. He plays him in, in you know, <laughs> ancient Spain. And he's just like a little tanner, longer hair, some tattoos on his face to look like an assassin. Um, and yeah, it's 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 Great. Spanish Fassbender. I'm, I'm but, glad I skipped that one. Uh, that one felt like they were. That's another one that I feel like was embarrassed to admit that it came from a video game, and so they spent all this time trying to like build this crazy like serious dark plot going on. And With I'm that. like I'm like you know what all anyone really wants from Assassin's Creed is to go assassinate people. Yeah, he didn't do that very much. So, Not really. He spent a lot of time like or at all. He spent a lot of time <laughs> uh, being conflicted. Yeah, I mean, they focused on the whole Apple of Eden thing a lot. Like, that was so the driving force. Um, so much that it was never about him exploring. There was no exploring of the past at all. It was like, it was like a... There was like a chase scene, and that was really sweet, even though a horse ended up on a roof for no reason Yeah, whatsoever. there was a horse on the roof. Horse on the roof. That was like the thing. So there, there's, you know, the assassins, him and his lady friend assassin, they're, they're running through. They're doing all their cool parkour and jumping around and there's this dude on horseback chasing them and he you know he keeps catching up and they're doing all these like crazy things to get away and then for some reason like the dude caught up to him when he was on his horse on a roof of a building because i don't know it's, he he knew that they were going to come that way and decided he wanted to have a good look at them as they wandered past i think something that assassin's creed did that a lot of video game movies don't accomplish very well other than the whole story issue is I mean, can you name a video game movie where it had a character that you genuinely cared for, connected with, and really wanted to see develop? Like that, where you're like, this is an interesting character. I like this. Like, Fassbender, uh, whatever the character's name in Assassin's Creed, I can't remember his name. Is he auditorium? Yeah, no, the guy himself. Oh, oh, I don't remember. He, like, I didn't care about him. I didn't, and at any point did they ever get me to want to follow him. And same with Warcraft, like other than Duratan, one of the Which, CGI yeah, orcs. Totally right on Duratan. I think Duratan, like you wanted to know his story. Yeah. I, I wish the the movie had spent a lot more time with him. Yep. But I mean, from Mario to, to Mortal Kombat to Street Fighter, um, all the way up through to. I quite liked Lara Croft. Okay, I, I will thought, say yeah. I thought she was a pretty likable. She was character. charismatic. The yeah. the Tomb Raider movies, I haven't gone back and rewatched. I couldn't actually be able to tell you like were these even decent I think at I all. I rewatched the first one recently, and it was all right. I mean, the, you know, they're reasonably cheesy action flicks, but that's also but true to the game. She, her character, was 
a believable and likable, not just likable, you not know, just like character, but should be just interested in the character, which then helps drive the movie forward. So then the movie can still be enjoyable and you want to actually watch the movie, you know, the not trick, just wait for action sequences. The trick with a lot of video game movies is that a lot of times with video games, the protagonists, like the actual character that you play are sometimes the least interesting characters in the game because they don't want to get the, they don't want too much of the character per, protagonist personality to get in the way of your experience. What game would be an example of that? Halo. You think yeah, Master I mean, Chief look, is the least interesting character? Well, I'm, I'm Chief, saying he, Chief well, until okay. recently, didn't say anything. I mean, he's not, he's, like, this, he's, he's, like, he's like a window, like for a long Gordon time, Freeman, he, he started like, as you, yeah. a window for you to see the world through and for you to experience yeah. the game the, through. Right, there's a lot of uh, approaches to games where you have a silent or quiet protagonist so that you can fill their shoes. Yeah. Uh, like like even Breath of the Wild. Like yeah. you need all these cool characters and Link doesn't fucking talk. But <laughs> you know, um, well, I, we, we were discussing the video game movie franchise and we were saying that yeah, uh, a lot of early games weren't story laden. And so they kind of had to create something especially out of like fighting games like Mortal Kombat and Street, Street Fighter, Fighter and Tekken and Dead or Alive and that kind of thing. And so they have to create kind of a story around it. Even Mario. Mario early Mario didn't have much of a story. Had kind of a setting. But not really a story, and but these, but Assassin's Creed and Warcraft are these movies that are now trying to tap into these video games that are just huge stories, like tons of story. I mean, Uncharted it has huge story. Halo now has huge story and that kind of thing. So with these movies now grabbing, you know, from these franchises that actually have a lot of story, they're still not adapting them very well. Although, and, but we've. I think the movie, fran fran the movie world has proven we can adapt things pretty well, especially with comic ad adaptations. There's a lot of great comic adaptations. Well, there's a, there's a real big difference between comics and, and, and games. Okay. The, the main one being interactivity. Like, the point of a game is that you play it. So there, if you look at, if you look at like, what video games would make good movies, like you look at what the video game has, and it's generally two things, it's, or th a few things. It's gameplay, first and foremost, because mm -hmm. you play the game the whole time, so you want it to feel good when you play it. Mm -hmm. That stuff can't translate to a movie, generally, because you're not playing a movie. Um, I will say that there are exceptions to this with certain movies that like are so visceral that you feel like it could be a game. Like what? Uh, like John Wick. Yeah. Like, that game, I'm not playing it, but I feel like I could be. Because, That's the like, FPS movie that we need. Right. Uh, Hardcore Henry. Hardcore was literally through it, the it perspective. Was, it was actually an FP, uh, yeah. first-person puncher. So was some Doom. Yeah. So was some of Doom. Doom um, was? Yeah, Doom was yeah there was that, that one, like, that one <laughs> first-person segment in Doom. Yeah. Was they were like, we put a camera on the stupid gun, it looked just terrible. Just for a little bit. Wow. Um, but there's, there's, They're like, there's, it'll be a great homage, and everyone said, please don't. Yeah. There's, there's gameplay, and, and then there's story of games, and then the characters within those stories. And I feel yeah. like a lot of times the movies are just trying to, like, Say like, look, we we acknowledged everything that's in this game. See, but they don't actually like take time to like develop. Like, if you look at Uncharted, Uncharted make a great movie because yeah. it's not about the gameplay really. It's it, yes, it's about the jumping and the shooting, but like mostly it's about those characters. Yeah. And if a movie could take that sort of stuff and do good character development with it and show good set pieces, which is another thing video games do well, then there you go. Like, I think Halo could make a great movie. Yeah. Um, Master Chief doesn't necessarily have to be interesting, but I think that. You can make shooting interesting. You can make fighting aliens interesting, and yeah. especially with with like good, like uh, not effects, but like good uh, production design. I just think that one of the things that the comic book movies have done really well is like they le they've leaned into it. They are comic book movies, and they are happy. Like they're more than happy to celebrate that. That they're 
you know, sometimes cheesy and sometimes campy. At least the comic book movies that have done well, I think they're. I don't they're think the comic book movies have tried to be cheesy. Well, I think they've actually tried. They, I think. They, well, I think actually, I would argue that comic book movies have the successful ones. Well, a lot of them are successful. I mean, I, like I would. I would argue that the premise of something like Guardians of the Galaxy is a little bit cheesy. You've got okay, well, you've got your you got your your human dude, you've got your talking raccoon, your sentient tree, you've got your green lady, um, and you know you're all fighting on a spaceship. But they don't you cheese know, it though with the writing. Like like Rocket is not cheese. Like, no, like, but they but they like embrace their source material and the fact that it's not it doesn't need to be some super serious Assassin's Creed Warcraft embraced its source material. Bullshit. Warcraft embraced it did, its source material was, a lot. I thought that's one of the things that it did quite well. Yeah, if I would, anything, yeah. it was trying to show us too much of itself all at once. Yeah, but uh, I thought that the that it embracing what it was was one of the strong points of the Warcraft movie. I think a great example of a movie that could go of, of a movie that that took its source material and went all out with it, but accomplished it with just quality from start to end was Scott Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim is a movie that I mean, it's very, very Zack Snyder esque. Took from the pages, mm -hmm. and the, but then turned it into this world that, with you know, with a character that you loved and really wanted to see how his story ended, as well as backup characters that were that added to the story and were also interesting. And they're all kind but, of like like over the top, and they're fun. Yeah, and it's high energy, visually and entertaining, great. great setting, great music. I mean, just all all across the board. So I think. Movies exist that show this could be done. Like, you can actually take insane source material and even make it more insane. The movie's even more insane than the book itself because of how much they could do more with the visuals. Um, but I think it comes down to the, you know, the focus of the story and the characters themselves that video game movies just haven't... Like, Assassin's Creed, you didn't care at all about what was happening. Nope, not even a little bit. Warcraft couldn't care at all about the humans. And that's like half the movie, if not more than half the movie. Yeah, I just want to be like, okay, just can you wrap up this scene and get back to the orcs, please? Yeah. Do you guys think, did you guys remember the Silent Hill movie? I didn't see the Silent Hill movie. I felt like that movie was close to the source material, but it didn't feel like a video game movie. It just kind of felt like a like an obscure horror movie, if that have makes you, sense. Have you watched the um, Resident Evil movies? Yes. Are those some of them? I've, I fell off the Resident Evil movies There's after too many. two or three. I feel like the first Resident Evil movie was, felt like a game adaptation. Yeah. Uh, and I was I enjoyed that movie a great deal. I wouldn't yeah. have called it a loyal adaptation by any means. I was yeah. like, the, you know, they took Umbrella and they took zombies. Uh, yeah, and, they made and it they, really like, uh, You know, and then did their own thing with it. But I, like it. You know, as a movie, I enjoyed it. It was a zombie action movie, and that was fine. After that, I don't feel like there are adaptations anymore. No. They just like they took it and it's they spun. They spun off their own world. It's kind of like the Walking Dead TV series to the comic book at this point. It's yeah. just like, eh, they're kind of making their own thing now. It's it is like referencing the source material, but it's not at all the source material. Yeah. Um, yeah, actually, it, it's so funny. The the I looked it up and. From what I could find, and someone might be able to prove me wrong if they find a different one answer this, but the highest rated video game adaptation movie is Final Fantasy Spirits Within. That's what I looked up to. Which, which is fascinating because it's not it was based on... Do you know what the second, most, the second highest rated one is? What? Angry Birds the movie. Oh, jeez. No. Yeah. That's, that, how, that's how low the bar is set. Those are the two best. That's disappointing. Yeah. Um, 
I actually liked the story of Final Fantasy Spirits Within, but I know I'm in the minority, and I wouldn't argue that this should be a movie people should like. I, I also wouldn't classify it as a video game movie remotely. It was done. Did it have by, anything to do was, with the video games? No, it was done by you know a video game company. Yeah. It had an entirely independent story. Yeah. It was. It just. It looked like a two-hour-long Final Fantasy cutscene, which you know was kind of what they were going for there. I think they were showcasing tech more than anything. But it had very, you know, nothing to do with the, any of the games that they had going. It was just sort of its own thing. So I don't count that as an adaptation. It was just a movie made by... It was like branding acquisition is what it was. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, hey, so just take a quick break from talking about all those video game movie things. I want to tell you a little something about food. Food's important in video games. That's a good segue. Uh, not all ingredients are created equal. Fresh, high quality ingredients make a real difference. So it is, it's important to know where your food comes from. Um, less, for less than $10 per person per meal, there's this great company called Blue Apron and they deliver seasonal recipes in these pre-portioned little ingredient packages and bowls and they take them straight to your home, give them to you and they give you instructions on how to make the food from the beginning. Um, you guys can choose from a ton of different recipes every week. Uh, you can let uh, their culinary team surprise you. You can pick your own recipes. Um, they're not repeated within a year, so they have a ton to choose from. Um, so you, don't, you won't get bored of like, you know, the same like, cafeteria-style meal that you got in school all the time. Um, some good ones coming up is spinach and fresh mozzarella pizza. Uh, Parmesan crusted chicken and sweet and sour salmon with fried rice. I have made that. That is good. Um, Blue Apron's freshness guarantee. A promise that every ingredient your delivery arrives ready to cook. Or if there's something comes wrong, they'll make it right. You just got to let them know. No problems. Um, you can customize recipes based on your preferences or any allergies or dietary restrictions you might have. You can, you can choose from a bunch of delivery options, um, to whatever fits your needs. You can, you can uh, take a break if you want. There's no commitment. So if you go on vacation or, or you're going to be gone or something like that, you can say, hey, don't send me food this week, and they, and they take a break, and then you can start up again. Uh, you can check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free. That's just a whole day of free food by just going to blueapron.com slash enjoy. It's really just go get some free food. Um, you're gonna you're gonna like how good it feels and tastes to create uh, really good home cooked meals. I promise you, I have I have done this myself. I'm a big advocate of where your food comes from and how you make it. It's a great service that does this. That's blueapron.com/enjoy. Get some free food. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Thanks again, Blue Apron. And now back to the video game movie talking. Do you have any hope for the video game? Film industry, considering it's been trying for, I mean, how long ago did Mario Brothers come out? 20, 30, 1983. 30 years. Um, 1983? Was it Mario Brothers? No, maybe No, because I was born in 84 and it came out after I was born. 87? I don't think I was three years old when I saw it, because I think 90, I saw it in theaters. I think it was, let's look it up. But it's still, still, 20 plus years, yeah. almost 30 years. I, I don't think there's been a good one yet. But I think, No, there hasn't. I think it can be done. Uh, I think there have been a couple that came close to the mark. Um, like I said, I enjoyed that Warcraft leaned into its origins uh, and did a lot with it. It just needed more focus. Um, I enjoyed for what it was. Again, not a super crazy loyal adaptation, but uh, for what it was, I thought the Hitman movie was watchable. I didn't see the first one. I saw the second one. I'm also, though, uh, second one admittedly, I didn't like. 
total slut for Timothy Oliphant. So oh, yeah, I like, I'll, I like I'll give him. you know great. I'll give him a, like all kinds all the, of passes. I like him a lot. He's the worst casting of Agent Forty Seven ever. Oh yeah, like, I was. He doesn't look anything like an Agent Forty Seven. Even show. at the time, I was so like, small. that's a weird right. choice, but I like him, so I'll he's, like he's a I'll good actor, have, uh, but, give, give him a go. Yeah. Um, it, it's a little. It's painful, like because there are so many movies that. A feel like a feel like a video game movie, like I said, John Wick. But yeah. there are also vi- movies that have made good video games. Like it seems like it's just that other way around makes it like there's a hard translation there. Like um, Wolverine wasn't like the best video game, but it was a good B video game. Yeah, that was one, one of the uh, only Marvel video games that people actually even talk about. There was uh, Chronicles of Riddick made an amazing a very good game. game. Did it? Uh, uh, it was mm. Escape from Butcher Bay was the, was the, the good one. And Mad Max was, made a good video game. There was Dark Athena. Made an okay video game, but yeah. yeah, but but it didn't make like a like it wasn't it was people liked playing it like it wasn't like as hated as movie video game mo- video game movies are. Yeah. Um, I don't so I don't know like what like I don't know what would make a good m- movie out of a video game like I don't know what what they're missing. I think it's I think it's too much focus on taking like trying to be faithful to the source material to a fault. And like just showing all the stuff, like Warcraft felt like they were just like, look, we we they acknowledged all the things yeah. in the game, but the story didn't matter. I didn't care about the characters for the most part. Like, I think those are what matters: like good set pieces, good story, and good characters in the movie. I mean, in the end, in order to make a good video game movie, you have to make a good movie, yep. and it has. So there are a lot of things uh, that you have to take into account there, which is focus. Yeah, you have to like you, you know, unlike a video game where you have you know. 15, 20, 100 hours to be able to tell a story, and so you have a lot of time to get through development. With a movie, you've got two hours, tops. You have to introduce people, uh, your, your characters, you have to get people to like them, you have to drive those characters through all their conflicts, well, and you have to have a resolution. It's kind of like what, a, what a, like a director and the writing team for Iron Man, like Kenneth Branagh, who directed it. it Iron Man, there's a lot of comics. There's a lot. It's been around for a long time. So it's like, let's just tell just this story of Iron Man. We're just going to tell the, the, the origin of him. We're not going to introduce a million villains or a bunch of, of, of his extra characters. It's just going to be Tony Stark. We'll have Pepper. We'll have Happy in there a little bit. And that's about it. That's all they And same thing with, like, Thor. Thor, there's a huge cast of a pantheon of gods and everything like that. And they introduced a few, but it was mostly just, like, Thor and Natalie Portman. Like, that's what the story was for the most part. And so... They do that, and then you can create these big old franchise films where you introduce a bunch of characters and they're all together. But just just focus, you know. Like Warcraft, like maybe just have told in the first movie, like the story of the of the humans, if you really wanted to, and then at the very end show that there's maybe another side of the story. You know, it's like oh, like maybe the orcs are have their own story, but don't like tell twelve stories. You know, I mean, even with the Hitman movies, at least they just focused on. Agent 47 just focused on him and that one girl throughout the whole movie, and that yeah. was it. And I, like, I felt like I had spent enough time with them to, to empathize and to want them to win. Yeah. And, you know, with this one, I was like, well, I mean, I don't want the orcs to win because, you know, that guy's kind of an asshole, but, like, I don't care much about the humans, and all the other races could fuck right off because they just decided to sit the whole thing out, even though their world was in jeopardy for some reason. Yeah. Uh, and so I felt like the only, the only person I really, really cared about was Deuteronomy. Which one's Deuteronomy? The orc thing that I liked. Duratan. 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 <laughs> uh, yeah. I called him Demeter for a while, but I was like, I don't think he's a Grecian lady. What, 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 what game would make a good movie? Well, I think at some point, everyone keeps looking at Zelda. Everyone looks at Zelda. Um, a lot of people looking at Uncharted. And Uncharted oh. has, like, if you look at Uncharted with the formula of 
the you know the adventure movie like a like what the similar to t- what Tomb Raider did with the mummies done Indiana Jones, Indiana Jones like it's got some very strong templates to follow you focus on Nathan Drake but and gotta, it's like if you as long as you don't get too off in the weeds with a billion supporting characters which you know Uncharted doesn't really do as a game so good. I feel like it's got a pretty solid basis there make him likable though. Because Fastbender was focused. They made the Uncharted movie. It's called yeah. National Treasure. It's called National. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you're saying if they make the Uncharted movie, they should just get Nick Cage? I mean, yeah. honestly, it should be Nathan Fillion. But I thought they weren't. I thought they'd like started casting the movie, and it wasn't Nathan Fillion. I, that's, that I feel like that movie's been in some sort of weird development hell for a very long time, yeah. and no one has any idea what's going on with it. But of the franchises out, I think that one's got a lot of promise. Uh, I would also say. Honestly, Naughty Dog's got a pretty good track record because I also think that The Last of Us would make a great film. They this reminded me of if so, it like because that's that's another one that yeah. where the game is quite focused in they on a very small cast. The Last of Us is a movie. Yeah, I'd watch the shit out of that. Yeah, I mean um, it's I mean there's there's already movies there's already zombie movies that have like basically done The Last of Us, but not the whole Last of Us story. But like I mean The Road. With Viggo oh. Mortensen, mm-hmm. that's that's the the story of the father and the and the daughter in, in the kind of apocalypse. And even recently, I just watched uh, the girl with all the gifts, which is a new zombie film. But it it's it's very fungal-based zombie thing, um, and uh, has very much the same kind of aesthetic because they are in like London, overgrown London, mm. and that kind of thing. Um, I mean, even I Am Legend is a very is a little bit like. Uh, Don't call that a good movie. I Am Legend's a good movie. It's it's not Such a, a bummer. It's, not a, a, it's a bummer because the dog gets totally fucked no, over and then he does too. It's a good movie up until he meets the 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 girl and the kid at the very end. Sure. It yeah, it had some issues. I actually quite liked the original ending. The grenade one? Of I am legend? Of I am legend, yeah. What's the original ending? Um well the I mean the of the source material, like he figured like he learns that he's the bad guy. That he's the one who made the He's the monster. He's the legend. Wait, he's, explain like, that he's, to me. So the the idea of like the source material in that is that um, he's going through this whole thing and he's you know he's killing these monster dudes um, and then at the end he figures out that um, he's the monster. Right. How is he's, he the monster? Like, he's because the, he's the scary legend that the other people tell of. Because all all of these these human vampire zombie things. Yeah. Uh, have got the, have become these human vampire zombie things, and they're now the major population. They're not they're not there to just eat him. They they've he's developed like a them. lifestyle and stuff, and uh, he's just hunting them. That's a weird ending. It's, uh, it think, it is, it's but a, it's, it's it's a it's a very cool twist. Obviously, it doesn't test very well. Yeah. But uh, I you know I quite like the way the the source material handled that ending as opposed to the what the movie ended up doing. I think Last of Us will require very good casting though, especially with the kid casting. Mm-hmm. Kid casting is so important. And the, and a good movie that has that yeah, is the girl with all the guns. And, and and Logan. Logan <laughs> did a great job with What, it. like a CGI young Ellen Page yeah, or something? I mean, oh, boy. When, when that game originally, uh, when they originally announced uh, Last of Us, they had a, the character model looked exactly like Ellen Page yeah. to the point where she had to be like, hey, you're using my likeness and they had to change it. That's oh, did true, they change but it? Yeah. They, they, did, they did make some tweaks, but they also ended up publishing a picture of their actress, Ashley Johnson. Who looks very much like who, the like They posted the picture of her when she was young that they were basically using as a model, and it looked exactly like the model. Um, I think two movies. There are two games that make good movies. Uh, Halo, um, because I think that... But the problem, my worry with Halo is that they're going to try to focus on... They're going to do that thing where they focus on too much. 
and they're gonna like build out this crazy huge world and we'll spend like five minutes with any one character uh, and we just won't spend you know like we won't be enough into it my thought my thought is that Origin stories make a good start to franchise, and I think Halo, if it came out, would be a franchise. And if you've ever read Fall of Reach, it's such like it's such a well done origin story for 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 John, um, like where he goes from being like a normal kid to like he becomes way stronger than his classmates, and he accidentally like kills one of them, or not kills one, like very seriously injures one of them, and like it's it's so fascinating to see how he becomes Master Chief, like. It looks at looks at him from a perspective that's not just like oh he was dropped in this world and now he's a super guy, and then I think the like the aliens are all very interesting and I think that Cortana could be a good voice of that movie because he doesn't talk much. I don't know, man. I think that could make a really cool movie, and mm -hmm. I think like visually like all that stuff is very obtainable to do like practically um, for the aliens and or for the grunts and eh, maybe maybe not. They're a little. We're liking the short series Forward Until Dawn. Yeah, I yeah. Forward cool. Until Dawn is one of the better. I mean, if you wanted to count that as an adaptation, it's, it's probably one of the best video game adaptations yeah. out there. Um, Ratchet and Clank's pretty good too. Ratchet and Clank was just the cutscenes. It was good though. <laughs> I liked it. Yeah, wasn't um, that literally just? It, it was that with a, like a little bit more added on. Because I remember, I remember watching it, and being like, "This is just the game," and I went and played the game. I was like, this is the game. It really is. Yeah. Weird of a release. It is. That's, weird. All, that's what it felt like. It felt like, are you releasing the the, the cutscenes as a film? Yeah. Um, I think one that would make a good movie uh, if you didn't already play the game is Bioshock, because I think that twist at the end is like so fantastic. Oh, that's a good um, one. And that is that is a world where you don't necessarily have to go through the twenty hours of gameplay. Like, if if you were just if you you know, you're playing Crashlands. Just make it you escape under, you go, You go into Rapture, and it's like, it's just like a beautiful underwater world. Yeah. And you go through the story of like figuring out what's going on, and then you realize you're being controlled, and like that would make a really good movie, and I don't think that would be too hard to do um, in terms of like nailing it. But again, it's, it seems like a lot of these movies are low-hanging fruit, but they don't do well. Well, there, and there's so many of them that have already, like the rights have been optioned. Like a, a theoretical uh, Bioshock movie was floating around Years ago, I think they were talking about Gore Verbinski doing it, uh, and then just nothing happens with them. And and it, you know, I agree that one is also. It takes place in a very specific location, so you would get to know the location, which for Bioshock is one of the main characters, is is Rapture. Yep. And you would sp you have plenty of uh, time to spend there. <laughs> Small cast, you don't have a lot of options. Yeah. You know, you meet a couple people along the way, like survivors and that, but uh, it's for the most part about one specific person's story and trying to, you know, get out and, and oppose one, you know, specific antagonist. And I think all that has the, the elements for a nice controlled scope of story. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think that would make a really good movie, but... For me, the most confusing thing about the whole video game franchise is that at this point, because of how long it's been around, they've tried every angle, I think, at this point that anybody could offer up of either being very close to source material or trying to make a movie that's not for the video gamers and it's for the general public or really good casting or, or really great visuals. And they've tried all those and they have yet to make just an all-around great movie. So I don't know. So I'm I'm just confused I, at this I, point. I think they're just striking out because there are so many movies that have been made that like could have been video games. Like look at Judge Dredd. Like that is literally like you're going like take one tower. It's a it's video a game level, based level, on a tower. Level. You're going up levels and killing shit with a cool gun. Yeah. Like that to me could be an e like that could have been a video game easily before a movie. Um, 
The Matrix, I mean, that's a really good movie. Um, but, like, as a video game, like, the, the game is bad, but, like... <laughs> like the game. I but, still have the I mean, the, the idea of that as a game could, is totally feasible. Yeah. Well, um, one of the real concerns with video game movie adaptations also, though, seems to be that a lot of them are being made by people who don't seem to have any idea what made the games cool. They might, like, someone told them, and they're like, oh, yeah, okay, cool, cool. It made how many millions? Ooh, that's a lot of millions. I would say Warcraft uh, was like someone who was made by someone who knew what they like, made the video game. No, uh, no what, what they had the Chris cool? Metz in there. I guess it was, yeah, Warcraft was the giant, like... Warcraft, to me, was, you, you're dropped in the biggest fucking world you've ever seen in a video game, and there's tons of loot, and you're meeting people. And, like, that, like, especially World of Warcraft, like, I don't know how you try, why you try to adapt... A, a giant open world game into a movie where I skipped almost all the quest text because it was just about the experience of living in that world. It wasn't about the story. Warcraft Three was the first time it was about the story for me. Right. And maybe maybe they maybe say they should just done that. Maybe they should just jumped into the world, not into the origins of the world, but just jumped in and tell the story of Arthas. It, that, I was just about to say that story. if they were going to tell one story from from world of, from the Warcraft universe, it should have been the origin of Arthas, uh, maybe even the fall of Arthas. But Arthas is the the coolest fucking villain that's yeah. ever been made in a video game. They 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 probably just went too far back into the the, the whole beginning of the Warcraft world. We're gonna tell everything about how how everybody got their roles that they're in now. Instead, just be like, hey, let's just focus on what happened with this prince. Yeah, the coolest fucking. And how, when he finds his sword, and what happens when this sword does things. Like, what if that had just been the movie? Yeah. You know. But instead, instead, they needed the movie to be a big franchise thing. They needed to be the big movie to set up Thrall and set up Cadgar and all them. And well, with the idea then being, I mean, the the Warcraft movie ends at a point where you expect like end coming in summer 2019, Warcraft 2. The you know blah 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 blah. Like there, it feels like they were setting up the beginning of at least a trilogy. <laughs> Warcraft 2, the Battle of Five Armies. <laughs> um, you know, it's, so it, yeah, it feels like the start of something. Um, without the promise of anything actually coming after it. I don't like that. You know, I mean, I, I get it, sort of, because they're like, I, I don't know. I get it from a money's go, perspective. I don't get go, it from a uh, movie perspective. Go, go, go play the game. So, yeah, I, I don't think that that it's was like the, the end right of Fantastic choice for Beasts. a movie. Like the reveal at the end of Fantastic yeah. Beasts with like, hey, there's more. Like, we, okay, we know that. Stop. You know, yeah. like, that's the thing that, again, I'm going to use Marvel, the MCU, as a good example, is that the, the only thing they did was little post-credit scenes. The movie's ended. Like, mm, I would say, Iron Man, I would say after the first couple stingers of Marvel movies, the stingers became a part of the movies because they were so well-known, like, everyone knew to stay around. Like, right. This gave, this gave hints. That's true, but if you didn't stay for the stinger, you still saw a complete movie. Yeah. Do you feel like you didn't see a complete movie without the... No, well, like with even with, with the bits at the end of the Fantastic Beasts, like what? It was, uh, it was, it was most so like I don't mean to be spoilers, but at this point I think most people have seen it. But it's the whole Johnny Depp reveal at the very end, where it was like, okay, well, yeah, we get like you just revealed a huge actor in the last five seconds of the movie, which means that all you're doing is just setting up him in the next movie. That's that was the only reason you did that. But it does nothing to service the current. Movie. Yeah. It, it took me out of the movie so much. I was like, all right, you just did a franchise setup. And you just did it right there in the middle yeah. of the last scene of your movie. Stop it. Let I the movie end. I guess if, if that was like a post-credit stinger where he's like sitting on cell and you see him transform. Right. There, yeah, be let, them, let the movie have a black endpoint, And then do your little post-credit scenes. That's what post-credit scenes are for. Yeah, post-credit okay. scenes are the to be continued. Yeah. They're, they're like the end coming up next. Yeah. So I, I think it's possible. I think they need to pick the right properties. I think they need to focus 
I think they need to create a focus story where you care about like one or two specific characters. Well, you got take them through their narrative, explore the world a little bit. Next one we got coming up is Tomb Raider, and I really hope they do that. I really hope they just focus on her. I mean, I I love the actress Alicia Vikander. I loved her in Man from Uncle. She was great in Ex Machina. Yep. I think there's a lot of promise there. It again, similar to what they did um, with the movies before, is like it is at least focused on a character and her adventures through the world and doing crazy, dangerous stuff. Introduce us to is her, she, make us like her, make us make us be drawn to the Tomb Raider character. Was she the the robot in X Machina? She was a yeah. robot. Yeah. So you know, and she's she's really great and like very charming. She is. And I think that she has a lot to offer that character. Just take just take us on an adventure with her, and I will probably be pretty happy about that. Make it. I mean, make it like. Uh, castaway style where it's like let's just hang out with her for like a big chunk of the movie don't even introduce other characters like let us like if you look at if you look at Lara Croft like that's what those games are about or not not Lara Croft Tomb Raider like the new yeah. ones I mean that's she she's like figuring out how to survive she's going from this frail little lady to like becoming this badass by going through all those experiences I don't know man that could be a cool movie could be so you, so you still have so you still have I still, I, I, I always I still want to have I want all movies to be good yeah I mean, I, I wanted the Warcraft movie to be good because I love Warcraft. Yeah. But, I mean, you just kind of, they've got to throw a lot at the wall and see what sticks after 25 years or whatever it is. 1993, so yeah. 24 years. 24 years of video game movies. 24 years. I want to see Edgar Wright do an adaptation. I don't want Edgar Wright to do any Ad- Adaptations any of absolutely everything. Yeah, anyway. let, I don't know, I was so sad that he got taken away from Marvel. But yeah, let Edgar Wright just do ad- adaptations of everything. Um, so I still have hope. I think they can be done well. I think that there have been some improvements made. We, we're seeing ones that are more watchable now. I just think they need to make the right choices about um, about scope and scale and telling a good story. Yeah, almost like that's what movies should be about. Weird, right? <laughs> almost like they should just take what makes a good movie and adapt it to video games. That's it. You know. Well, thank you. That was kind of fun. Kind of fun. That was kind of fun. <laughs> Did you have kind of fun? I kind of fun. Yeah, it's kind of fun. Kind okay, of fun. good. Uh, well, thank you for joining us. That's been enjoy the show. Uh, if you guys like this and show us with like some views and stuff like that, and nice little comments stuff like that, we might do more of these. We'll yeah. see. Let us know. Maybe we'll do more. Like this is the first episode that's ever been on the No Channel mm-hmm. uh, on YouTube, and we there are other episodes you can see. We'll link them in the end yeah. card, um, yeah, so you can see. Scene. Some of the, yeah, we'll do our own post-credit scene. Um, you know, in so you can see some of the the previous episodes about like monsters mm-hmm. and like all kinds of like scary B movies, scary B movies, and that sort of thing. Uh, you can check those out. But if you like this, please let us know. Yep. Um, you know, like the video, uh, leave a comment letting us know what you like, what you'd like to see like adapted or tweaked or anything like that. If you want to see more of it, and so on. All right. Bye. Love you. Bye.